good people welcome to shanghai chronicles i hope everyone had a wonderful weekend and we're getting ready for this wonderful work week so we are on episode 109 hey we're moving up there hey um so this episode is called shit done got real okay uh, so like we always do, let's get into the show and get into these good topics. So, of course, we have our first segment, which is Damn America. What would we do if the country shuts down? So, of course, everyone is aware of the coronavirus that is going on. Uh, first, it started in China. Now it has spread to the United States. And at first, I'm not going to lie. I was one of those people who was like, okay, you know what? I'm going outside. I ain't through it. I'm just not going to stay around people who, you know, be around people that's sick. I wash my hands. I've always been clean. You know, it's not a big deal. But of course, when this shit came to the United States, everyone was just like, okay, hold, hold up. What's going on here? So it was like a cases in Seattle that started. People was dying and cases in, started to come uh, New York, and then once it hit Washington, D.C., I'm like, okay, shit done start getting real. So uh, now I, th- I I think that I think Trump did like the nationwide emergency or whatever. And of course, people were saying that he had the virus. And I really do think that he does have the virus, but he just probably just lied about getting tested or even went to get tested because everyone that he has been around has attracted the virus. Um so schools are shutting down, people are starting to work from home, and they're telling people to do a lot of social distancing with the, with people, don't be around people, don't go out. And that's hard to do for a younger crowd because, you know, you're at home all day if you're working remotely, and then it's like, you know, you want to go out, you want to go to the bars, St. Patrick's Day is coming up, so people have bar crawls, stuff like that. Major uh, festivals and things are getting canceled. I know Coachella got canceled. And then Hollywood is starting to cancel different things because they're going into, you know, the sets and stuff, uh, filming. And they're just like, no, we need to shut things down. So, you know, I think when the country actually shuts down, when different states start to shut down, shit is going to get real and shit is going to be all over the place. I know for me, I'm bored as hell. Because one, I'm the only child, and two, I'm a very social person. So I like to be around people. I like to meet people. I like to, you know, talk to people, engage. Um, you know, my mom is born. My dog is born. Nobody wants to, you know, entertain me. So it's just like, okay, what is there that I can do? You know, I have hookah. I have wine. So you know, that's not as such a concern because those are the things that I do when I go out. But I'm just lacking the people. So. You know, I guess I'll just have to FaceTime my friends, text messaging, all types of stuff. Um, 
I know Baltimore, when they had something like this and the city was on lockdown, it was the last time it was on lockdown was when, you know, they were protesting for Freddie Gray. And the city went crazy. It was a lot of more killings, a lot of vandalism, things were getting broken into, all types of stuff. So, you know, once the city shuts down, the country actually such shuts down and such shuts shit to the point where you're not going to be able to go out your house. I guess you just have to think of different ways to keep yourself entertained or think think of different ways that, you know, you won't be outside. Because honestly, the only way that we can uh, get this virus underneath control is that we have to be quarantined. Even if you don't have the virus, like you have to stay in the house. Because I feel that when people go out and they're in these large crowds, they're around someone who probably doesn't know they have the virus. Because younger people, of course, we can um, have the virus but not experience any type of symptoms. And that's where I guess we go wrong at because we may feel that we're the healthiest. We don't have a cold or anything like that. And then these symptoms start to come where we develop something that we think is a cold, but really and truly we have the virus. And if you're being in those crowded bars, you know, you're touching someone, you're in close proximity with someone, you're giving someone the virus. So, you know, I think once the country actually shuts down, it's going to be a mess, to be honest with you. Like things are going to be all over the place. Um, People are really not going to know what to do with themselves. Like, shit is really about to hit the fan. Um, The only thing I can think about is, you know, get you some good books to read. Maybe if you um, go to the bookstore or maybe if you have a Kindle, you can do a lot of reading, catch up on things, politics. I know the debate is someone uh, came on or is going to come on or came on. Uh, Sunday night. So people are going to probably be entertained to that. Now, something I have to say with that, like everything is shutting down. And I think with the debate, I feel like the debate should have been something that should have been shut down, maybe rescheduled. I don't know. Or I'm wondering, do they have an audience for the debate? Like how uh, did the debate go? I didn't um, watch it, but um uh, hopefully they didn't, you know, have people there in the, you know, studio audience. Who knows? Um, but um, we'll see. I think that most people are going to have a lot of sec- uh, police um, around to secure neighborhoods, especially neighborhoods that have actually been in uh, situations where the violence is very extremely high. But I don't know what we would do. I think people will be out of their minds. I think people will be just completely bored and done with themselves. I think people that are in relationships, hopefully you guys don't break up by the end of this two-week thing. Hopefully you can contain your partner as much as possible. Hopefully you can listen to each other. There's no yelling and screaming. And then my heart goes out to the parents because I don't know what your parents would do. Can you imagine being home with three, four, five kids and the country is shut down? I know parents are just going to go crazy, okay, crazy. Like, I know they sent the kids home with, like, big packets so they could be able to do their homework, but shit is just getting real. But for me, myself, I'm bored as hell, bored as hell. Like, you know, I find myself watching shit on TV, but it's just not much so much, it's just 
that not that much stuff that you can watch. Like once you watch everything on Netflix, you don't watch it all. You know, I guess maybe you can like binge watch a season that you already watched before. I don't know, but I I just don't know what we will do. It would be something totally. It would just be terrible, honestly. It would be really miserable, but. Unfortunately, this is the only alternative that we have because the government, I do feel, lied to us when they knew this virus was here in the United States. I do feel that the virus was here like in October and no one notified people. No one said anything. Everybody just thought people just had the flu. So I do think that at the end, at the end of it all, People are going to probably start doing crazy things and there are going to be some things that is not going to be controllable because, you know, when people are in the house and they're bored, they just their mind starts racing and they just start thinking of things that they, you know, should do, kind of do, not do. And shit is just going to be all over the place. So hopefully, hopefully the country will be able to, you know, get through this two week or three week period of being in the house and you know honestly you have to think about it what exactly would you be missing from the club and the bar that you don't see on a regular Saturday and Sunday night actually nothing you'll keep you know like we always do if the country wasn't shut down we will keep running the same people same lame broke people faking like they got money buying 30 45 different bottles you keep running into the same lame young men spitting their same lame lines trying to get your number okay you'll still be running into any and everything so you won't be missing anything basically all the resources that you have out in the street people you can definitely bring it to your home but i think the main concern would be the violence the violence is the main thing because you know like i said when people stay in the house their minds start racing and they just start doing crazy things so I don't know what we would actually do. I just know that it would be a game changer for some states and some cities and things would just be going crazy. So hopefully, hopefully we can pray that things will kind of remain the same. People will remain civil parents. I definitely pray for y'all. Okay. Because I wouldn't know what I would do if I had to babysit anybody. Okay. That'd be... Ugh. Even my own damn baby cousins, I wouldn't be able to tolerate it, wouldn't be able to do it. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, Also, damn America. So a Louisiana father got arrested for cursing his son out. So this Louisiana father, I think he was at a store and the store that they were in the parking lot of the store. Um. So his child, I think, opened up the kid door. I mean, opened up the, not the kid door, opened up the um, door to the car. And you know how when you um, park close to a car, like when you open the door really, you know, really wide, it basically starts to, um, it hits the other car door. So pretty much that's what happened. And the father, unfortunately, excuse me no I don't got the I don't got the shit now um the father unfortunately 
the police said that he can't be cursing in public, but he was pretty much disciplining his son. And his son was four years old. So the guy's name is Kevin Mitchell. Um, he was in a city called Slidell, which is north of New Orleans. And basically, his wife and his children, they were at the Walmart. It was like maybe six in the afternoon or something like that. And they, that's where he got into the altercation with the police. So his family recorded everything on you know Facebook, all of that. So pretty much, like I said, the child opened up the door and got out and it almost hit another truck. So he told his son pretty much, he like, don't be doing that fucking shit. <laughs> pretty much, you know how black parents just talk to their children, you know, like, why, like, you know, like, now, why would you hit that door? Why would you have that fucking car? You know, like, you know, that's the way of black community chastising their child. So Mitchell said that um, uh, they were in the truck. And I guess he told him that he couldn't curse, like the police is in the truck. And I guess the police came up and told him that he couldn't curse his child and he couldn't use profanity in the public. So the married couple um, told the police officer, he's like, you can't tell me how to talk to my child. And I guess things got escalated quickly. So you can see like um, the guy was like cursing at the police or whatever as he lead the kids into the store. And he's like, you know, you can call whoever you want to call. You better get the fuck on. You got me fucked up. Um, he said that the officer, I guess, um, I don't know what the officer did, but he made a comment. I was like, oh, uh, you know, made a comment about a great country or some shit like that. Okay. Then it was another video showing that Mitchell and his family, they were leaving the Walmart. And when he walks outside, a cop is still out there and they were there to arrest him. So basically they say he was booked for using obscene language and disturbing the peace. And he was released um, after after he posted his bond. Okay. This is the thing here. It's like the police don't have nothing else to do, but arrest people for the smallest and the dumbest things things that you should be concentrating on in society you're not there to concentrate on them so pretty much it just sounds like these particular police officers ain't had nothing else to do and they just wanted to make their you know make their quota for the day pretty much so at the end of the day who are you to tell a parent what they can do or what they cannot do? I can see if his parent was like, you know, jacking him up or if he if they got a, a call about a guy like hitting on a child in the store, something that would allow him to arrest him. But if I'm if this is how I chastise my child, why is it any business of yours? OK, anybody that has that has a black parent. Most people probably have not experienced it, but listen, that's how they communicate, okay? Probably some people probably growing up, you've been a bitch a couple of times, you've been a motherfucker a couple of times, all types of things because that's just how you identify and talk in your household, okay? And you know when your mother say those type of words, you know she ain't playing, and the next thing that's coming is your ass getting whipped. Now, some people parents don't use that type of language towards their children and that's perfectly fine and we're not taking away the people the parents that do we're not saying that they're bad parents we're not saying that they don't know how to parent we're not saying any of that that's just their style of parenting 
at the end of the day. He did that and said that to his child because he knows that if a scratch or anything got on that man's vehicle and his car was parked next to him, he going to be in a world of trouble. And that's why he was just like, why the hell would you slam that fucking car door like that? What the hell wrong with you? And I've heard that before. I've, you know, even said it to, you know, my friends that's been in the car. Like, bitch, why would you open that door like that? Is you crazy? Like, damn. You know, he just... Swing the door. At the end of the day, this man was a black man, and we already know how police feel towards black men. Now, if he was, you know, of a different nationality or of a different race, would this has would this have occurred? Who knows? Now, another question is: Does Louisiana have some type of law where you can't use that type of language out in the street? We do not know that, but even if they do. I do not think that this man probably thought of that. I don't think this man probably even even took that into consideration. I think his instance was like, why the hell, son, is you opening that fucking door like that, pretty much? You know, he's, you know, chastising his child. He's being a parent. So at the end of the day, these stupid small little antics that are, you know, police are focusing on are the dumbest things, things that they need to focus on. They're not there to focus on them. And then when it comes time to even um, solve these particular cases, i.e. shootings and murders and things like that, these people are dumbfounded. They have no clue. They can't solve mysteries. But you're worrying about a man in a Walmart cursing at his child. And I can see if he was, you know, was he cursing loud? Who knows? And even if he was, did that probably stop people to turn around and look and see what's going on? Maybe. But at the end of the day, you just mind your business and keep on walking. That's all you do. You just mind your business and keep on walking. I don't understand when it comes to parenting, why people have so much to say, so much to, you know, elaborate on. I get it. There are a lot of cases out there where there's child abuse and, you know, you never know, things like that. I get it. I totally get it. But in this case, I feel like the police could have came up and just been like, you know, is everything okay over here, sir? You know, we heard you yelling real abruptly, whatever the case may be. But no, they took it upon him and was like, oh, you can't be cursing in public. And, you know, he's like, what do you mean? I'm disciplining my son. Fuck you talking about. I can do whatever I want because he's my son. I can discipline him. I can hit, kick, whip his ass. I can do any of that. You know, so it's just, you know, the level of certain things, the level of America, the level of police. I feel like police really need to go back to training because whatever they're learning in the academy, some of them are not taking it into consideration. Some of them are not grasping onto the knowledge and some people just don't need to be police officers. But at the end of the day, that's here, no there. Um, now, I'm sure this probably won't even make it to any type of court. I'm sure this will be thrown out. I'm sure that this, you know, wouldn't even sustain any type of, you know, charges or anything like that. This charge that they came up with, I just think it was dumb. Um, it doesn't make any sense. And, you know, at the end of the day, uh, parents should be allowed to chastise their children anywhere that they are. Whether it's in a public bathroom, 
you know, public bathroom, wherever the case may be. Um, so at the end of the day, let's just, you know, focus on what really matters in these states right now. You know, we're going through a crisis. And whenever this occurred, I think this occurred in like February, on February 21st. So this was like a month, a month ago. So hopefully this man, you know, he gets some type of uh, justice for this. This won't, you know, hang over his head or whatever the case may be. And hopefully this is something that can be dropped, um, unfortunately, because it definitely needs to be for sure. Uh, so we'll, you know, we'll see with that. But, you know, damn America, what will we do if the country shuts down? You know, it's plenty of things that, you know, you can definitely do within your house, people. You know, you can buy hookah, go to the hookah store if you a person that likes to smoke hookah. You can have your hookah there at your house and make sure you have wine. Actually, too, you can read. Reading a lot of books is what most people will be doing. Hopefully, most of the cities and states, it won't be as much violence that they're used to. Everything, you know, people will be civil during this time. But exactly what the hell would we do if the country shut down? I think people would just go ballistic. I don't think they'll be ready. I think they'll just be in a whole nother, you know, world. But hopefully people will be able to figure it out. And, you know, damn America, a Louisiana father got arrested for cursing at his son for disciplining his own son. And I've never heard such a thing. Um, I can see if he was, you know, abusing him, beating him, whatever the case may be, then yes. But if he's disciplining his own son and that's his way of disciplining him, I think they need to mind their business and they should have kept it pushing. Because while you sitting there worrying about him disciplining his son, somebody could have been in that Walmart stealing, okay? And you wouldn't even been able to be in there or get the call because you too busy out here trying to arrest him for disciplining his son and making up some crazy ass fucking charges that don't even make any sense. But, hey. Um, so, let's get into our rising star. So... Our rising star, we have Annette Gauthier. Um, her last name, if I'm not saying it correctly, it's spelled G-R-O-T-H-E-E-R. So she founded the Shop Docs, which is a nonprofit organization that provides preventive health screenings for predominantly, for predominantly black men while they wait for a haircut. Since its founding in 2016, the organization has been has been expanded into three other states and is getting ready to move into two more. So shout out to Annette. She's 30 years old. She's from Fort Collins, Colorado. Um, she has, uh, she's a medical doctor at the University of Miami. She has a master's of arts and science from the University of Miami Miller School of Medicine. And she has a bachelor of arts and science from the University of Car Colorado School of Arts and Sciences. So shout out to Annette. We lift you up, good girl, as I rising star. Okay. So now let's get into the real shits, okay, good people. So basically, why you're gonna be in the house? Why, you know, the country is gonna be shut down. Hopefully, you can work on your twerking skills, okay? Because now it's time for the twerk something segment, okay? So I know that when I go, you know, when I become of age, and you know, I become this black beautiful queen that I am, and when I hit, you know, the age 75, okay, it's a lot of things that I want to do, you know, I probably want to travel the world, I probably want to jump off a plane, wherever, okay, but Miss Dolly Parton, honey, she wants to be on the cover of Playboy at 75, and guess what, I ain't mad at her, okay, because even though her body may look a little wrinkled and her titties might be sagging, 
Okay, she wants to be on the cover of Playboy. Now, yes, she could have did this when she was 30. She could have did this when she was 20. But at 75, she wants to let y'all know that she still got it. She still look good. And I guarantee you that all her Playboy covers is going to sell out. So that's a banging ass birthday request. Now, when I turn 75, let me think about what I'm going to be doing. At 75, I'm probably going to be... I'm going to probably be the queen of Zamunda. Yeah, I'm going to be the queen of Zamunda. I'm having about four or five uh, husbands, because I'm, you know, kings or whatever. Um, you know, I had a grandkids, you know. I'm just going to be living in a palace. I'm going to be living good. I'm going to be looking spicy. Okay, I'm going to have me, I'm going to own me, you know, some cute leather pants, you know. I'm going to be doing shit, okay. I'm still going to be living like I'm 30. But I'm going to be 75. So, you know, she's going to be real spicy. You never know. You just never know. But, you know, I think that's a cute request that she want to do at 75. I think, you know, that spices up things in her life. You know, she want to, you know, want y'all to see, you know, she can still work it, neck it and all. Okay. Now, I don't know what that body going to be looking like. But. But we shall see. So, go ahead, Dolly girl. Get it popping, honey. Okay. Um, so speaking of body and speaking of, you know, husbands and kings and stuff. So Nene, you know, she goes on the lips, um, lip service and she talks about how her husband had an appropriate conversation with one of her employees. So, you know, this had been came out a long time ago and, you know, she's just now addressing it. And apparently one of her employees, I actually know the girl. I went to high school. No, not high school. I went to elementary school with the girl. And I have seen the girl before, you know, passing by places. She was bartending at certain places that I've been to, whatever. And I did also, you know, know that the girl worked at her Nini's Boutique Can't Be, um, National Harbor because, you know, the girl is really into, you know, fashion, and apparently this is supposed to be the girl that Greg was supposed to be having these conversations with. Um, when you look at the girl and then you look at Greg, you're going to be like, okay, what's going on? But of course, you know, the girl is younger. So she probably, you know, people probably think, you know, she was trying to, you know, talk to Greg, you know, to come up with the come up, you know, want him to take care of her, whatever. Or is Nene really just doing this because she's getting her storyline prepared for next season because she really doesn't have a storyline this season at all except for her and Kenya not liking each other? Because the storyline before was just um, her, you know, taking care of Greg and his cancer and stuff like that, but his cancer is gone. So exactly what exactly was the conversation, Nene? What exactly was happening? What exactly... Um, um, what exactly, you know, was occurring. So apparently, um, so apparently she's saying that they were like, I guess, FaceTiming or something like that, or they, you know, did something I, I do not know. But I just think that it's a little bit of a reach for Nene. It's just like, okay, girl, you can't come up with anything um, that 
is like original now it's like oh greg is cheating this that or was cheating or whatever the case may be and nene was cheating also there was rumors that came out about nene about how she was cheating about how you know she had a little thing on the side this that and the third but she would never let that be her storyline ever okay ever she would never let that be her storyline um so at the end of it at the end of it all um I just feel like she just has it where, you know, she make, I I just feel like honestly, Nene just needs to do away with the show. You know, it just comes a time where, you know, like she took a break from the show. She thought, you know, the show missed her, but we still had the drama for the show. I just feel like at the end of the day, if she felt like her employee was having an appropriate conversation, they wouldn't even really know what the appropriate conversation was. Like what exactly were they talking about? And then on top of that, you know, being that her husband, you know, always comes to all her stores, whatever the case may be, you know, we don't know if they would have been talking about shipment, whatever, you know. Um, so at the end of it all, Nene, I think you're probably reaching with this. I think, you know, you're just doing a little bit uh, too much now, girl, just trying to stay relevant with these storylines. Okay, honey. Now, my friend that I do know, uh, the girl, you know, the girl I went to middle school with, I felt like I, I wanted to DM her so bad and be like, girl, bitch, what's the tea? You know, like, you know, just start something up to see if she give me some information. But I don't think that she will. I don't even know. She probably know that she's in the blogs or whatever the case may be. And quite frankly, I don't even think she really care. Um, but I think Nene is just like doing a lot. Just doing too much. Just extra per usual. Per motherfucking usual. So, um. So, you know, when I came up with this topic for the show, you know, I was, you know, thinking of different things that I can just think about, like thinking of different titles. You know, at first I was going to name it something, you know, a little dealing around the coronavirus. And I was like, no, you know, I don't think so. And then when I came across this post of Asian Balloon, I was like, oh, Shit done got real. She done really, she on the real for a reason, okay? She kept it real about how fucking dirty she is. So she got on the show and they talking about, you know, washing your hands. And I guess they got a health official. She's Skyping in and she's talking about it. And while she's, while Adrian is drinking her drink, she's talking about how when she at home and she used the restroom, she don't wash her hands. And I was like, huh? So all her co-hosts, they looking at her, they like, Hold up, bitch. You done wash your hands. I done been to your house. I done ate your food. And you sit here telling me that you don't wash your hands when you use your bathroom at home. What in the fuck? So that's when I was like, you know what, Shay? You should make the show Shit Done Got Real. Because shit done got real when you find out people that's close to you don't wash their hands when they're at home in the bathroom. So can you imagine what they do in the public bathroom? Even though she's saying in the public bathroom, she wash her hands, bitch, I don't believe it. Okay? First of all, when you're at home... Even though she talked about how, oh, yeah, my hands are not touching anything when I wipe myself, bitch, it don't matter. 
Okay, it don't matter. The toilet paper is not that you don't know what you know, you don't know who touched the toilet paper when they put it in the wrapping. No, nothing. And then on top of that, it's just about being clean. It's just about being, you know, having that saying it like it's just, you know, it's just something. So even when you're on the toilet, whatever the case may be, like you touching stuff in your house, even though you feel that your house may be clean, you're still touching things. People are still coming over whatever. When she said that, I just looked at her and I was like, you dirty wench. Like, you just dirty, just nasty, just filthy. You know, anything, any name that I could think of. And so now when I look at her and she on the real, and I'm just looking like, how can people even, like, is her hands clean right now? Like, what exactly is going on? And, you know, I went into the girls' group chat and I said, told them this, and... My friend was like, yo, I knew somebody who was like that. And I'm like, well, how did it work for them? You know, like, I wonder, like, how does that work for people? How does that work for people that actually don't wash their hands when they're at home? How does that work for you? Like, so every time she uses the bathroom, she doesn't wash her hands. She just comes out and just goes into the kitchen, does this, does that. Like, that is just terrible because even though you think just because your bathroom is clean you're still having germs on your hands and you know you're taking that and putting it to other places within your home I just thought that was filthy I just thought that was so and you know Tamara I think she's been to her house a couple of times so I know Tamara's just sitting there like bitch I done ate your tortitos, your tacos, your roast beef, whatever the fuck you in there making, bitch. I done ate it. And you mean to tell me that when you go in there and you release and let out, you ain't washing your hands? Ciao, please. Mm-mm. I'm at the end of friendship because I can't be around nobody that's dirty. That's just dirty, Okay dirty but you know that's her way she want to live life she the only person that got to deal with it but she ain't never got to worry about me coming over to get nothing from her not even a piece of pie not even a piece of no fucking chips no no nothing i wouldn't touch a goddamn thing there in that house every time i come there in the house i would have on latex gloves just because because at the end of it all okay she just let me know that bitch that she's dirty Okay, dirty as shit, but hey, who who the fuck am I? I'm not that the hygiene police, but I mean, if we needed some, we definitely can point out a couple of people that need some good hygiene, okay? It's just, you know, ridiculous. It's just ridiculous, so... I just, you know, I just said, you know, shit done got real. She done got real, real with us. She done let us know that she's just dirty. Just dirty, but hey. So... Tamar has a new show coming out. It's a new talk show that's coming soon. I don't know what channel it's going to be on, but I just heard from the grapevine that she's coming with a new talk show. And, you know, she didn't want to tell Wendy Williams because, you know, Wendy Williams is a good friend of hers. You know, Wendy was saying that, you know, her and David probably broke up. She deleted all her stuff. I think Tamar just deleted all her Instagram and stuff because she's revamping. And I did see her on Instagram Live on Thursday, she was talking with her fans, and you know, she did mention some things. Now, Tamar new talk show is going to be good because a lot of people miss Tamar from the real. A lot of people stopped watching the real when Tamar was gone off the room. 
And, you know, I think her new talk show is going to definitely shine a light on her personality because people love Tamar personality. Even if you hate it, you still love it, a piece of it. And she's going to be good for TV. Now, what her show will be about, who knows? We don't know the content. We do know that she has like this little beauty show or something coming to WeTV. I do know that is coming. So, you know, hopefully that will, you know, be spicy. Who knows? But I do feel like this talk show is going to be good. I do feel like once it comes, you know, the real, their ratings may go bloop. Okay, um, they thought that since they got Amanda on that show that their ratings would go up a little bit. But, you know, people really wanted to see and always look for Tamar. So, you know, I'm proud of Tay-Tay. Okay, girl, I know it's going to be ghetto. Because Tamar's a little ghetto, y'all. She a little ghetto. She got a little ratch in her. Okay, she a little something. So, it's going to be, you know, real, real spicy. Okay, it's going to be spicy. Um, So, you ever have a friend... That, you know, you doing good, you making it. And this friend basically wants to use you for their, um, use you basically to get up. You know, use you to basically gain, gain clout pretty much. So, you know, Ra Ali and Nicki Minaj are not friends anymore because of this. Because Ra Ali... She's using Nicki Minaj for clout, pretty much. So she has a podcast, and she wanted to make her podcast, I guess, into a show. So she pitched the show to WeTV, and in her pitch, she used Nicki's name and how Nicki was going to be on the show. She's going to be on some episodes, whatever. So WeTV must have called Nicki and said something to her, and Nicki was like, you know, what are you talking about? No. I ain't going to be on no Wee TV. I ain't going to be on Riley TV. And then come to find out it was Ra Ali. So, you know, Nikki backed away from her. Nikki's like, no, nah, bitch, you're trying to use me for clout. And you're supposed to be my friend. You're supposed to be one of my bitches. You done gave Cardi this knot on the head for me. You're supposed to be my girl. You're supposed to hold me down. And I guess she just realized that, you know, that Ra Ali was just her friend for a purpose. We all have some of those friends. I don't have none. But we all have some of them friends that are just here. You know, you have friends, they say, for different seasons. You know, people want to only just use you because you're the party person. You know how to get into a party and this, that, and the third. And, you know, just use you too. They can't use you no more. And then once they get to a certain point in their life or once they get to a certain point in their career, they just act like they ain't even know you. They don't give shits, shits about you. And then they, you know, you just vanish to them. So she pretty much thought that she was going to be able to do that with Nicki Minaj. And it was just like, oh, no, uh-uh, I'm not doing that. So, you know, Ra Ali, I never was a fan of Ra Ali. You know, when she was on Love and Hip Hop and she used to come at Yandy and, you know, then she used to come at Tahiri. You know, she just thought that she knew, you know, everybody's business. You know, she just knew and thought she was that bitch. And then, you know, when she went and, you know, got that bump on Cardi's head, you know, she just really thought she was the shit. And at the end of the day, I'm just going to keep it real. Fuck. If Nicki Minaj was my friend, I'll use Nicki too to get what the fuck I need to get to. Now, I probably would have called Nicki and told her, like, listen here, friend. Hey, friend. Friend. I'm trying to pitch this show, friend, and I need you to be in a couple of episodes, friend. Could you do that for me, friend? Please, even if you just, you know, 
sign. I can just throw you in the pitch, friend. And even if you don't show up, friend, that can be the drama behind the friend. Please do it for me, friend. That's what she should have did. But no, she wanted to be a sneaky bitch and use the bitch behind the bitch back. And the bitch ain't know nothing about it. See, that type of friend you can't keep around. You need to keep an honest bitch in your corner. Because I would have just called Nikki and just been like, friend, listen. Okay, friend? This what I'm, this what I'm trying to do, friend. Okay? Shit, let me use your name to help a bitch out, friend. Okay? How about that, friend? Come on. Hell, people use my name at the door all the time to get in the places the bitch don't never be there. But they called me beforehand, okay? They called me beforehand, and they let me know that they're going to use my name at the door. And I'd be like, okay, that's cool. You know, thanks for telling me whatever. You know, it's just, you know, it's just the principle. It's just the courtesy, the common courtesy. You know, it's just being nice, you know? So, you know, her little show ain't going to happen. So she can just, you know, hang it up and just join the rest of us with fucking podcasting. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Bow Wow said he's leaving Love and Hip Hop, growing up hip hop. And it's just like, okay, you're leaving now after Romeo is leaving, but we ain't thought. Okay. You know, Bow Wow, he, Bow Wow will, will be. Baba is a nice looking gentleman, but he's such a clown. You know how you have somebody that's so nice looking, but they got clown tendencies? It's just like he's just such a clown. It's just like, you know, he just has like 10% potential, but then it's like all the rest of it, the 90% is just clownish like just have so many clownish ways and it's just like okay you said this two years ago or a year last year that you was gonna leave growing up in hip-hop when you was going through the shit with the ex-girlfriend now that romeo talked about he leaving and he's gone for good now you talking about you leaving okay he probably leaving because angela ain't give him none but for all we know angela probably did give him some but it probably ain't you know, she probably ain't trying to confess his love. So, who knows what's the drama behind that. But it's some drama, okay? It's some drama. We just don't know what it is yet, okay? Um, This has been really getting on my nerves. So, the baby, here the baby is, done been in another altercation. And now he done slapped the fan who happened to be a female. Because he claims that the light was shining too much in his face. So... I came across posts where people was like laughing and we showing a video, all this other stuff. So I come to ask myself, I'm like, you know, is people going to show the same energy that they have for Chris Brown? Are they going to show that energy towards the baby? Because the baby is basically out here. Excuse me. He basically out here being abusive to women, being nasty to women, just letting you know that he don't have no respect for women. And I can just imagine what his baby mother go through. And, you know, he's on his Instagram live talking about he going to give money to somebody that can tell him who the girl name is in the video that he slapped, blah, 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 blah. <coughs> Excuse me. And then the girl is saying how she going to get a lawyer, whatever. I just really want to know, are people going to cancel the baby like they canceling Chris Brown? Because people have not forgiven Chris Brown till this day. Even like award shows, nothing. And I'm, I'm curious to know, is the baby going to get 
you know, still going to have fans behind this? Like, how are people reacting? And, you know, I feel like at the end of the day, these are your fans. And whether the light was shining bright in your face or not, you could have politely been like, yo, turn that bright down, whatever, you know. And then on top of that, it's a camera phone. And depending on what type of phone she had, she probably wanted to get the best footage of you. But the way that he slapped her, the way that he slapped her was just so disrespectful. It was just pitiful to watch. Pitiful to watch. And <clears throat> I just hope people have the same energy that they have with Chris Brown that they have with him. But at this point, the only baby, like me and my friend Danielle said, shout out to Danielle. <coughs> Excuse me. The only baby we know is little baby. Okay, we don't know no other babies, right? I ain't seen no other babies. I ain't had no babies. I only know little baby. The baby, I ain't fucking with him. Now, even though I love Chris Brown because I have forgiven him, but the baby, I don't think I can forgive him because he doesn't have no remorse. At least Chris Brown apologized for his actions and took accountability for his actions. But when it comes to the baby, I don't see that happening. So I can't support him. I'm sorry. I can't. Um, he just really, you know, rubs me the wrong way, rubs me totally the wrong way. So I just can't do him. Um, over the weekend, it was a rumor that Andrew Glim allegedly was connected to an overdose in Miami. So Andrew, I think he is one of the senates on um, in Florida. Let me see. Yeah, he is the mayor of Tallahassee, <clears throat> and he was a nominee. He was, I think, a nominee for the governor of Florida. So apparently, this man that was in his room. He was a gay escort. So, the man that was, um, that overdosed on the Florida meth, he was openly, this, the guy was on there was a male escort and his profile was on rentmen.com. Damn, I didn't know you can rent a man. I thought women already was renting men because they was just, Niggas was just getting past, you know, just having side bitches. I don't know. Okay. Um, so the guy that was in there, he was a porn star performer and he offered services including he liked kissing and liked the kissing and foreplay and he enjoyed getting his nipple rings played with and mutual touch and instantly goes a long way. This was on his page, okay. So, apparently, Andrew is married. He's been married to his wife since 2009. They got three children, whatever. But he was not arrested. But the mayor, he was found vomiting and intoxicated and stuff like that with the guy from the rentman.com. So, apparently, the guy rented the room on behalf of some other man who arrived at the hotel or whatever. And both of them were found under, underneath the influence or whatever. 
The guy collapsed in the bed immediately after opening the door, and the um, former mayor, he was in the bathroom vomiting up. So then the police were called again because the guy was taken to a local hospital, and they believed that he had a drug overdose. So Andrew comes out, and he's like, you know, I was in Miami last night. It was a wedding. When the first responders were called to assist one of his friends, he had too much to drink and he wanted to be clear that he wasn't using any crystal meth and he wanted to apologize to the people of Florida, blah, blah, blah. Okay, the typical message that you're supposed to send out as a politician. Now, the question of the matter is this, Andrew, were you or were you not doing drugs? Okay. And furthermore... How the fuck did you get in the hotel room with the man from rentmen.com? And if you was at a wedding with one of your friends, how the hell did you end up in the hotel room with the man from the rent.com and he's a gay escort? Let me tell you something. When people do shit, shit comes to life, okay? Now, it sounds to me that Andrew has been doing this, okay, for a while, all right? And then now the situation then got a little bit sticky because people done got pissy drunk out of their mind and shit done hit the fan and shit done hit the news, okay? So, shit done got real, real because the man done overdosed and got sent to the hospital. So, people trying to connect the dots and figure out what the fuck you was doing in the room with the man, okay? Was y'all sexually active? Was you doing something up in that room? Okay, inquiring minds want to know. But for right now, I guess we can call it a rumor, child, but I don't think it's a rumor. I think that something was going down in that hotel. And I think that Mr. Andrew always is on rentme.com, rent a men or whatever, rent a toy, whatever they're doing. They renting shit. Okay? And he got money on the highest bidder, and they coming, and they having themselves a fun-o-ass time, okay, in Miami. Because we know Miami is the drug district, okay, in Florida. Meanwhile, the wife that been married 2009 with the three kids, he living a double life, honey. And I don't care what you say, and I don't care you ain't going to tell me just because he a black man and he can't do this. He a family man. Bullshit, okay. He done got caught up in some shit. And the shit done came to life and the shit done got real, all right? And now he got to go home and explain this rumor to his wife and make up a story with that. Because if you was at the wedding with one of the friends, how the fuck did you end up in the hotel room with the gay escort? Was the gay escort at the wedding with you? Is he one of the friends? Like, what's going on? Now, we hope that they um, recovered the man from the overdose and hopefully he didn't die for he can tell us the real story. Because the real story that's going to come out is that him and Andrew, honey, have probably been dating and talking for a long time. And he's always on rentme, rentmen.com and they always doing hotels, blah, blah, blah. They meet up. That's going to come next. You guarantee it, okay? Because that's how it always starts. You know, when you look at the movies and shit, sometimes these movies be coming to light and they be real, okay? This shit right here, this shit right here is like a movie. So we just going to keep it as a rumor for right now. But inquiring minds want to know, Andrew, what the hell you was doing in that room if you was at a wedding. <clears throat> and then if you was at a wedding... Why your wife can't come to the wedding with you as your date? I'm not understanding that. 
Did the wedding say you couldn't have a plus one? I mean, if the wedding said you couldn't have a plus one, then normally most people don't go if they can't bring a plus one, which is going to be their wife. Most people don't go to the wedding. So I'm just trying to figure it all out. But I'm sure it will come to light. But for right now, we'll just keep it a rumor. Just be just be a hashtag rumor mill. You know, we'll just keep it funky, keep it cute. But um, allegedly, that's what they're claiming. But I'm sure, I'm sure... This shit's going to come to light, okay? Okay, so we're just going to sit back and wait. We'll just sit back and wait. Um, and everything was coming to light. So Ray J and Princess, they got this new show coming on Zeus. And basically what happened was everything that Ray J has done when Princess went onto Instagram and told us how they left her stranded and she was pregnant in Vegas, all this other shit. Apparently all this shit happened. And Ray J has gone back to his, you know, playaways and gone back to getting strippers and he's been cheating on princess for a while blah 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 but the only thing that brings ray j lights and the only thing that makes ray j tell the truth is when cameras are in front of him so she decided set up this show get him together and this is how we're going to get the truth out of ray j so apparently they're not together they're living apart but we're getting this zeus network and camera lights action Ray J is going to be all smiles. He's going to tell us the truth that, yes, I'm really dogging out my wife, blah, blah, blah. Princess is going to get what she's been wanting to get, which is the truth from him. And it's a shame that this is the only way that they can do it. Okay. But, you know, nosy as I am, I'm going to be here for it. Now, I'm not paying for Zeus. I'm not paying for that. But, you know, hopefully clips will come out and show us, you know, what's really being discussed. At first, you know, he wanted... Mona Scott to get the story, but Mo- but Princess was like, no, I didn't quit loving hip hop. I'm not, you know, doing that with her. You know, this is what we're going to do. So, you know, it's a shame that he will only be truthful to his wife when the cameras is rolling because, you know, he feels that that's his only stardom, you know, is, you know, the reality TV. And, you know, here she is, two kids, you know, she was in love. She went through so much with the parents. The mother couldn't stand her, still can't stand her. And, you know, at the end of it all, Ray J still ain't shit. So, you know, I just think that some of the things that her and Ray J do don't need to go to Instagram. You know, she's one of them, you know, she did that, I think, with Floyd. I don't even know if she did that with Floyd. But, you know, she's one of them that just likes to do everything on Instagram. And some things just doesn't need to be on Instagram. Some things just don't need to be out and open. Some things you need to handle within your household. But I guess if he's not giving her the type of response that she's looking for, I guess she just had to take the extra step and go and do that. So, you know, (sighs) Ray J is Ray J. You know, he was one of them that, you know, thought that he was going to be this big time person. He sold that sex tape Kim Kardashian and he unfortunately is not the person on top. Kim Kardashian is, you know, so, you know, he's building his way up. He was, you know, living in his sister limelight. The mother, you know, she just don't play. And, you know, he just too much of a fucking mama's boy, first of all. And it's just messy. It's messy. 
But it's interesting to see how, you know, this going to play out. I don't know if it's just going to be a couple of episodes or you'll get everything when it comes on that night. Who knows? But apparently everything that he did to Princess and everything that was going on in their marriage is true. He's been cheating on her. He's been, you know, dogging her. He's been doing every little thing, okay? But the only time that you, we, you know, we get real details and real life situations and you know, answers is when the cameras is in front of him. You know, he goes and goes look good and puts on this thing. So, hey, we'll see. Um, so, you know, hopefully y'all can learn some things while you're twerking and in the house for two to three weeks. You can practice your moves, good people. Okay, okay. So let's get into what you won't do. So what you won't do, President Trump, is keep spreading the corona. Okay, it's funny how, you know, you said that your doctor said that you took a test and you tested negative, but everybody that has been around you and, you know, shook your hand and shit has came positive. So if you could just keep your ass, you know, wherever you're going to keep it. I don't know if you have to be out and about, but, you know, the same rules should apply. Okay. And what you won't do is ask to share my hookah. Not this time, okay? You got to have your own money to get your own hookah because I will not be passing mine since this shit is going around, okay? So, you know, make sure you got your 35 or your 40 or your 15 to get your own hookah because I won't be passing mine with the shit going around, okay? With the outbreak. And you know what? I might keep practicing that after the outbreak is gone. You can't, won't share my hookah. Not, to, not at this time, No. So what you want to do, President Trump, is keep spreading the corona. Please, please stop spreading the corona. Please, you know, just stop shaking people's hand. The guy gave you the elbow. Keep the elbow thing going. Or just nod your head, you know, like black people do. What's up? Don't keep spreading the shit, okay? Because you got the shit, but they, you know, made it seem like you don't got the shit, but you got it. And then what you want to do is ask to share my hookah, okay? We can't, can't share hookahs. We can't. You know, even though we got our own tips and shit, we just can't share. Can't share. So whatever, you know, who could cost at happy hour time or after happy hour time, you just got to have your own. Okay. Got to have your own. So this is episode 109. Shit done got real. Okay. While y'all is in the house for two, three weeks, y'all can always listen to past episodes. You can get it on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, wherever there is a streaming service, you can definitely listen, okay? Um, everyone be safe. If you cough, remember don't cough in your hand, cough in your elbow. Remember to wash your hands. Even if you're in the presence of your own home, okay? Please wash your hands, people. And that means with soap and water. Don't just use water. Use soap and water, okay? So, like we always say, and I hope everyone has a wonderful week, okay, good people? And if you're working from home, please don't try to be bored. Just please make sure that you're doing all work as possible so when this shit is over, you can still have a job, okay? So, like I always say, good people, I'm out.